The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn presents. Welcome to the Brown Table Talk. I am DC Marshall, founder and CEO of Diverse and Engage, Wall Street alum and top WBE CEOs. And I'm here with my co-host, Mita. Hey there, Mita. Hi, D. I'm Mita Malik. I'm a business executive, a DEI champion, and most importantly, a working mother. And Mita and I, we started Brown Table Talk as a place to spill the tea on the hard truths women of color face in the workplace. From my perspective as a Black woman, and for Mita, her view as a South Asian woman. And at our table, we unpack it all. We won't leave any juicy detail out. If you've been listening, you already know this. Um, <laughs> but then we provide you with tips that you need on not how to survive, but how do you thrive in organizations? So excited to have the conversation today. So Mita, what are we talking about on this show? Well, I'll get to that in a second. Dee, I'm laughing because one of our listeners said to me, wow, you and Dee take no prisoners. <laughs> I said, yeah, we, uh, we spill it all. So again, another hot topic. We only do hot. That's right. How to say no to the fake promotion. D, how do you say no to the fake promotion? We've got some stories. We're going to spill the tea and we're going to leave tips. We always leave tips. And the tips are not just for women of color, but they're also for allies on how allies can step up and help women of color not just survive, but thrive in our workplaces. And speaking about like listeners, we have some of the best listeners, like allies are so plugged in. And I am just so grateful that this platform has become a solid resource for women of color and for allies. Like I've had my WG girlfriends, WG is my white girlfriends, everybody, come up to me and say, D, love the show. And one in particular said to me, D, this is helping me not only to become a better ally for women of color, but how to become a better ally for me as a white woman. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, yeah. that's big. That's big. So anyway, enough about that. Mita, yes. you always have great stories. So why don't you please share? Let's start with your story and then we'll do a deeper dive. Well, well, Dean, my story always starts with a former manager. <laughs> <laughs> a former manager. Listen, to everyone listening. I've had some really great bosses and I've had some not so great bosses. So we're here to talk about the not so great bosses and what we can learn and what we can do differently. So a former manager wanted to give me the vice president title. He wanted me to put it in my email signature. He wanted me to put it in my LinkedIn. He wanted me to introduce myself when I was speaking in engagements or when we had vendors come in and I wouldn't why wouldn't I do that is because I wasn't getting paid. It was a fake promotion as, as I coin it, meaning it was just on paper. There was no team announcement. There was no compensation. And in some large corporations, you know, going from, let's say a level three to a level four, it's a big difference in terms of 
getting access to an investment advisor, getting more stock, getting compensation increase, getting access to a leadership coach. And so I was going to be denied all of that, but this individual insisted that I changed my title and I would not. And I ended up leaving, but it became a real point of contention. And that was the fake promotion. And so what I want to talk about with you, Dee, is that when I talk about this, people are like, oh, you're being sensitive. I think this is overblown. But look at what's happening in the marketplace as you've coined, as Diverse and Engage has coined. Since the diversity tipping point, the pressure companies are under to make sure black and brown leaders are represented, not just in entry level, throughout the organization, particularly in C-suites. And the pressure companies are under to improve their diversity representation. And so I feel like this movement to fake promote people is alive and well. And I think the fake promotion existed before the diversity tipping point. But as a result of the diversity tipping point, I think that's a rush to speed up a course correction of sorts, right? To fix it. And just for our listeners, the diversity tipping point is the period beginning May 2020, when corporate America, for the first time, acknowledged that Black lives do matter. Prior to that, you know, in corporate America, Black people, for the most part, weren't really Black or couldn't be Black and boldly Black, aside from the Black Employee Resource Group. Other than that, it was, you know, diverse candidates or diverse talent or diverse this or people of color that, or um, if you were a supplier, it was MBE, which stands for Minority Business Enterprise Owner. Now there's the rush to course correct. And so here's the problem with the fake promotion. And I'm going to just approach it from the external, right? Externally, I think corporations, not I think, I know, corporations are on watch right now, right? So they have high reputational risk in that. Consumers are watching, employees are watching, America's watching, the globe is watching. How and why are we watching? We're watching because we live in a highly social digital world. And so everything lives and plays out in the public domain online. And so that is how corporations are more under, or or I would say visible and at risk. So that's one, right? The public domain, but also uh, in the halls of Congress, Uh, you know, uh, U.S. House of Representatives have you all have every as everybody on watch they are watching corporate america and they are calling out things like fake promotions right they're even calling out things like and i i know i've shared this with you mita you know head of diversity and inclusion folks reporting into hr right they've called out and this is on public record when the dni lead is not reporting to the ceo apparently congress doesn't like it and so I know we're not going to go down that path, but I hope that is helpful for someone here to understand the context here. And let me say this, Mita, and I know you know, but for our listeners, so so the accountability is not there, but it is beginning to show up in cancel culture. It's beginning to show up in Congress. I would say that's where you now have new levels of accountability. So not just the board, not just shareholders, not just stakeholders, but in any event, I don't even, what are we talking about at this point? I I have gone way- We're talking about, (laughs) we're talking about 
how to say no to the fake promotion. So I'm going to bring it in for us. Let's bring in our allies into this conversation. And D, I'm okay, going to role okay, play okay, the ally okay, yes. for you. So what's the big deal? You got a great title. So be happy with it. Why are you making a big deal? You're getting the vice president title. That's awesome. Right. Because, um, sir, ma'am, John, and forgive me if there's a John listening, just, just, can we just go along with it? Right. You know, John, um, I'm glad you asked what would be the problem in that. And, and my question back to you is if I were a white male <laughs> or how many others before me have you given a title without the promotion or without a, an increase in pay? And, you know, John, what am I missing and what am I losing? What am I missing out on if I'm just taking the title and, and compared to other VPs? Uh, and also, John, let me just do this. You know, women are paid 62 cents on the dollar of white male. That's known, right? There's an argument in America right now in terms of equal pay. So if women are paid 62 cents on the dollar, Black women 50-something cents, and L- Latinas 30-something cents on the dollar, there's a significant, right, disparity inequality in terms of pay and compensation. So the inequality in pay is a direct result of being offered a title without pay, right? Again, a lot of people are not going to have, not going to be willing to have that conversation. But I'm just going to say for the allies, that is what you should take away, that you are perpetuating this idea that women and women of color in particular are not equal and should be paid less. So it is just not, it's just not, it's not, not equal, not fair and reasonable. It's discriminatory. It's, it's sexist. It's race. And like, it's everything. I'm sorry, Misa. I, I can't, I can't keep a straight face. I can't give this, I can't give the cushy answer. And I know for the allies here listening, and we want to hear from you all, right? Feedback. It's probably going to be better that I just give it to you straight, no chaser, as a Black woman would, okay? That's the benefit and the value that you have here. But it is insulting. It is insulting. You would not do that or offer a title only. And stop saying it's incense. Stop saying it's not a big deal. It is a big deal, right? My pay is a big deal. I have to work until August. I have to work a year and eight months. What is that, right? I have to work a year and eight months just to make the same or to have the same income that you. So there's just so many levels of just bad, wrong, sexist, racist, problematic when there is a fake promotion. Give, sir, ma'am, a promotion, a real one, a real one, because you're never giving. When was the last time you gave the fake promotion to white male, cisgender male? I'm sorry, Mita, bring us back. No, I'll bring it back. Um, also, the numbers, I know the numbers D is sharing on compensation, women versus men. Let's just have the honest conversation. Women are dropping out of the workforce with no choice. And so that is even more exacerbated right now, as we know. But I'll go back to bring it back to the fake promotion. So I actually advocated for myself in this situation. I went back to the former boss and I said, hey, you want to give me this title? So I should, what is, what is the pay, as you would say, that is associated with that title? And the response was, I don't have the budget to pay you and you should be happy with me giving you this title. So insulting. You should be happy. So I think that there is, you know, there are moments where we decide we will advocate for ourselves and there are moments where we're just exhausted and we're tired. And so to all the allies out there, 
if you are watching this happen, if you are watching me getting a fake VP promotion, go and talk to the leader, go and talk to the manager as an ally and say, hey, I know D also has a VP title and this is what she's getting paid. And like, you're giving me to that title, but you're not going to pay her or give me any of the benefits. So I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. When I had that conversation, I hope the individual would have changed their mind and they didn't. So there is an opening. If you feel like you can advocate for yourself, if you want to do that, there might be a moment where the person says, oh, actually, you know what? You're right. And I'm actually going to make the change and make the correction. The other option is to go to human resources. If you have a connection with human resources, to go and ask them, right? Because oftentimes, and this is happening, you know, HR is looking at pay equity and looking at levels and structures and compensation. This manager might be doing this on their own. HR might not be aware. So it's also good to go to HR, not to like, you know, I wouldn't say in a way to put the manager on notice, but to say, hey, like I was offered this this title as a VP and I'm wondering like, what's the, what's the pay level? What's the band? And like, what does that offer look like? And all of a sudden the HR person's like, I had no idea that was happening. Let me go talk to the manager, right? And so I think that's another way to try to get more individuals involved. Yeah, I think you're right. And I will add one of the things that I know we really supported our clients with over at Diverse and Engage is even when they mean well, so managers' management means well, and they're trying to really get on board and to course correct, you know, some of the the surface and the systemic issues in terms of racism and, and stuff around title promotion pay, looking at PL budget and resources. So where fake promotion, but let's just say you get the promotion with the compensation. So you get the title and you get the comp, but you don't get all the other benefits. So you're also, you're still playing at a deficit. If you don't have a budget, if you don't have any direct reports, I've seen this. And so, you know, we've just been able to help our clients like, hey, here's a blind spot don't want you to get caught or even called out on this, but we notice there's a trend here or we notice the few executives that you have, executives of color at this level, what's their headcount, their budget. And so that that's another that I would add to the fake promotion because it could be just to deliver on the compensation. And we think, oh, that's great. I got the title, I got the comp. So now they're they're setting you up Right. Corporations, companies, you want to set your people up for success, not set them up for failure. So even if you give a title and you give the salary, but you don't have a budget, you don't have any resources, how are you going to accomplish your goals? And so then a year out, you did not meet expectation like, oh, okay. The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. In the last 100 years, we've seen financial markets swing, new currencies come and go, decades of savings lost in days all showing that a retirement plan without a guarantee, quite simply, isn't enough. So more than a retirement plan, TIAA makes you a retirement promise. A promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. A promise that pays off. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. Hi, I'm Tober Korn, LinkedIn's Chief Product Officer. On my podcast, Building One, we dive deep into what it takes to build great products. Recently, we had Zach Perret, the CEO of Plaid, and he shared about his struggles building a financial app for consumers 
and how he was able to turn it all around with a critical pivot. Take a listen. I personally couldn't resonate as much with the consumer set that we were trying to reach. I just didn't have that level of empathy. When we made the shift to building a B2B product though, I was building the product that I wanted. My co-founder and I were creating the product that we wanted ourselves, and we had so much empathy for what that product was. Such a great insight. You know, in that sense, we got lucky because we were, we were creating a thing for ourselves. And then the people that we were talking to also had the same problems we did. They were fintech developers. We'd been a fintech developer. Uh, we'd been trying to build a fintech product for a year. and so. We had such deep empathy. We had such a clear ability to... If you want to hear more of Zach Perret's story and the lessons that follow, listen and subscribe to my podcast, Building One. We told you so, right? They're not able to do it. Well, you didn't give them anything. The other thing I want to bring in that you just reminded me of is we talk about, I don't call it the great resignation. It is the great awakening. And so many leaders were scared. Talents leaving. Who's next? Who's going to resign? Don't make the mistake of giving me a fake promotion thinking I'm going to stay, right? Don't make that mistake because I think people are like, what is it going to take to keep D? What do I have to do? Oh, let me just make her a, a fake CMO. No. First of all, have the conversation and ask D, why do you stay D? Why do you choose to stay here? And what would make you leave? I think one of the best questions is, D, what would make you take a call in the market right now? Like, why would you take that call? Oh, that's a good question. And so then you start to find out, like, what would it take to keep D? And giving her a fake CMO title is not going to keep her. That's going to actually help help her leave, Basically. help her move along, and go find somebody who will give her that title. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So, D, I want to bring it actually back to a topic we talked about in season one of Brown Table Talk, where we talked about, you said very clearly, which caused quite a stir from listeners, you said, just say no to the lateral. You said, just say no to the lateral. So make that connection with what we're talking about right now, which is the fake promotion and just say no to the lateral. Yeah, I know. Because even our buddies, so we have a lot of great supporters and we have a lot of great, um, I'm going to say colleagues who are also subject matter experts in equity, inclusion, diversity, and such. And so we got, <laughs> we, we heard a lot of feedback on no more laterals. And so here's what I mean. So when you are asking for a promotion, you know that you deserve a promotion. You know that you have delivered over and above. And a fake promotion is, well, we couldn't give you a promotion or, you know, you applied for a job that that is a, a promotion, a step up, but oh, we have a lateral. I think that's where there is no go. That's a that's a no go, and that's an appropriate place for us to even clarify, Mita. I mean, I think people got what we were saying in season one when we said no laterals. I think it's a strategy for some who are trying to build skill, right? But it has to be very clear and specific. But as it pertains to today's show on no more fake promotions, if you ask for a promotion, do not settle for a lateral. And that's all I have to say about that. Okay, Dee, we're going to close out now. We're going to leave our listeners with those long-awaited tips for how to say no to the fake promotion. So turn it over to you for the first few. All right, here we go. Tips for how to say no to the fake promotion. Number one, determine if it's a fake promotion. And it's a fake promotion if it doesn't match up to what the organization's baseline is. I think that's the fake promotion. It's a fake promotion uh, to meet his point and story if it's a title or in name only. 
That's tip number one. Uh, And tip number two, follow up with your manager. And a way to follow up is to have an ongoing conversation about what would it take to get to the next level or what would it take to get the promotion. Now, in terms of our allies listening, I'm going to hand it over to Mita for tip three, four, and five. So enlist the help of allies for number three and enlist the help of human resources. Go to them and let them know that you've been offered this fake promotion and see what sort of help advice you can get. Number four is that this is your career, you own it. Determine whether or not you want to accept the title. And in some cases, you might want to accept the title because you might want to actually use it to get something else great, which leads me to number five for everyone listening. It is not the great resignation. It is the great awakening. So if you are being given a fake promotion and it is not something you want to accept, nor should you, it is time to vote with your feet. And with that, we're going to close out today's episode. Thank you so much. Dee and I appreciate you all. Thank you for being here today at the Brown Table Talk with us. If you liked what you heard, please give us a a share, a review, and pass it on to your communities and networks. And we will see you next time. Side effects of listening to Brown Table Talk may include Allies Unleashed, getting paid more, and a dose of badassery all the way around. More at www.browntabletalkpodcast.com.